Hello, hello, hello. Do 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 good pussy cat. How many wolves? Whoopee! Stop in the dick. Come here. Here you go. Right, come on, little wolves. Come on, little wolfie. Whoop, devil. No, no. <laughs> Come on, sweetheart. Good girl. You're a terrible guard dog. Come on. You can't wolf and then be nice. Oh, is it smelling the dog? Oh, okay. <laughs> Come on, wolves. Come here. Whoopee. Come here. Ah. Oh. Hello there, welcome to yet another chapter of Patone Clearing with Richard Herring. Watch out, there's a doggy behind there, Wolf, you want to be friends? He doesn't want to be friends, does he? Uh, It's the 13th of June, 2019, 7.47am, it's another morning, stone clear, and it's been raining a lot in Hertfordshire, the ground is damp, the uh, crops, well we're not there yet, but certainly the uh, flora around here is very green, verdant I would call it, and um, the ground is wet, they're not too muddy, soaked up most of this rain out here on the field, here we are. Uh, the nettle's high at the edge of the field, and the crops, the wheat, I think we could be fairly clear it is now, is as high as my dog now, the dog, and it is like an ocean now, it's, it's an ocean made of plant life, when the dog, last night the dog jumped in there, disappeared beneath the waves, came out soaking wet because of course, the plants have gathered up the rain and are covered in rain. And uh, there go, there she goes. She's jumping through. The, it just looks like a still ocean, a lake perhaps, a lake of wheat. And uh, my dog almost entirely lost beneath it now. Actually, possibly there's a poo. It's hard to see. <coughs> it's not my problem. That poo is far away and out of my bailiwick. Um, so yeah, so it's, uh, just a regular day stone clearing. Picked up my first stone. It's a small, small, large, uh, been sliced in two at some point. A little egg-sized 
little bird, a small egg, a small of a small bird, sliced in half, leaving an almost butterscotchy appearance to the flint on the clean cut. Uh, if this is the only stone I clear today, it will not have been a very impressive day stone clean, but I'm quite a long way around the field already. Um, and then another even smaller stone just picked up from the path just to hit the fence, and there it goes. Uh, I mean, it now becomes very difficult to clean anything much more than the path. The crops are a wall up to my knee height, my legs, for reference, uh, 27 and a half inches long, maybe so much between 27 and a half and 28 inches long, up to the apex where my genitalia reside. Um, and uh, these are coming up. Well, actually, the taller ones are almost uh, up to the said genitalia, and that's the where they join. Obviously, where the genitalia ends is quite a, a good distance further down um, from the from the leg apex, as I like to call it. You know, when the crops were one inch off the ground. Uh, had I been walking naked, the, my bell end would have been brushing uh, against the tips of that wheat, and I'm not saying I would be excited by that. But that is why we have a foreskin, my friends, for arguably, because uh, <coughs> my male friends I'm talking to there, of course, females do not necessarily have a foreskin. And uh, though some do in this day and age, of course, I should add that. Uh, and uh, it's there to protect you from brambles and the like. You know, it's a theory. It's a theorem. You don't want your old bell end uh, ripped open by a bramble. That's the last thing you want. So why not have a little foreskin on there to have that ripped open instead? I mean, it's not a great system by any means. I can understand why some people dispense with it. Uh, we don't want to get into the politics of whether male genital mutilation is a, a positive or a negative. Read my book, Talking Cock, if you want to find out more about this. This isn't a foreskin podcast, is it? This isn't Richard Herring's foreskin protection podcast. This is Richard Herring's stone clearing podcast, and precious few stones have been cleared. I think three stones have been, no, four stones have been cleared so far, and I've got a fifth in my hand. It's a small, medium, large, uh, and I'm getting, I am getting soaked by the stotion. Right here, the, even though I'm at the edge, uh, my I'm wearing just jogging bottoms today, of that kind of cloth kind, and uh, they are already soaked through, even just by gently brushing against the edge of this. So I'm just glad I'm wearing tr I'm trousers as well, because you know, I'd hate to think what damage could be done, even just to my foreskin, which is, of course, not as important as the bell end part of my penis. <laughs> Um, down in the bottom corner of the field now where one of my major cairns is but it's very much hidden now by prodigious growth uh, and yeah this is a fool's errand really at the moment coming around this field looking for stones all I can do is just occasionally clear one out of the path uh, and can I see my yeah there I can just see and I hear the click there of stone against cairn another tiny tiny stone nothing bigger than uh, the size of maybe 10, 50p pieces 
put together and then slightly hammered a bit has come out of the ground as yet. Um, a couple of, those are the biggest yet, just come coming out of the path. Well, one of them's big. I mean, when I say big, it's the size of an arrowhead. Uh, of a really big arrowhead, though. Um, I mean, not the kind of arrow that would bring down a dragon, not that size, but uh, if you're looking at an arrow, it's just, it's a, it's like a leaf. It's the shape of a leaf, uh, and it's the size of a leaf, I'd say, from maybe an oak tree, fairly mature oak tree. So I hope we're getting an idea of the sizes of the uh, stones I'm getting out here. They're going into the base of the trees uh, in the continuing battle to destroy destroy those trees, of course. So um, it is very much a quiet time of year for the stone clearer, an unpleasant time of year when the crops are this wet. Even were I to walk out into the station, I might find a few stones if I was patient without trampling too much. Well, there's just a loose stone line on the on the path, which is uh, quite unusual. Must be kicked up by some other pedestrian along here. But it's off now, don't worry, it's off the field. Um, it would take a long time. It would take me a lot of time and a lot of damp pants, by which I mean an American sense of pants. Not yet high enough to get to my actual underwear. Um, and it's a time like this I understand why the stone clearers of old uh, did this job naked because, uh, of course, it's uh, it's unpleasant to be walking in damp pantaloons as they would have worn at the time, uh, or toga. If it's going back that far. A damp toga was really probably what brought the Roman Empire down. My second main cairn here at the side entrance to the field. Uh, again, pretty much camouflaged by the uh, many weeds that have grown around it. Oh, oh I thought it was going to be bigger than that. I thought I'd found a real iceberg there. It was a little bit bigger than I expected. Two or three nice, nice size well, two nice size those and a little tiddler out and just thrown casually into the undergrowth. Something's calling me about this baby. I mean, I'm passing a lot of stones in the path, but I don't want to take too many of these up uh, or and damage the structural integrity in the path. You have to think about this a little bit. Um, just allow the daily walking of pedestrians to cover up the small gaps you're making in the soil. So at this time, of course, with wet soil, that should happen more often. Well, that's, that's the biggest of the day. Uh, that's about three quarters of an Amayani hand there in width and depth and everything. Uh, if she dosed her fingers, not including the fingers, but the palm of an Amayani hand, three quarters taken up with that stone. And probably the thickest, as thick as Hermione's hand, I'm guessing. I don't know the thickness, I only know the actual flat 2D size based on my experience at Harry Potter World, where they have Hermione's hand on display. Just the hand print that you can put your own hand in, which I've done, and that's why, if you're not aware of what the Hermione hand measurement, that is why I, I have an Hermione hand that I can use myself to use 
very conveniently as that is one of the main stone clearing measurements. It's not the same as a hand for a horse's hand. It's a small hand. Or an Amani hand, as it's known. So we push on leaves drifting from the bushes along the field, just a little like it's a slightly sad wedding party for me and my dog. I would never marry my dog. Um, I just don't believe in we need uh, a legal document to cement our loves. Also, I am technically married. I'm not sure it's legal yet to marry a dog. But even in an unofficial ceremony, I wouldn't do so for the reasons I have uh, extrapolated earlier. And not much about stone clearing in this podcast, I do apologise. Um, but, you know, it's, that's what's interesting about stone clearing. It does lead you on to other aspects of life, dog marrying, uh, foreskin management. Uh, oh, that's a lovely one. That's the site. That's like a small Easter egg size. Uh, Easter egg that's slightly melted by a radiator, nonetheless, but it's the colour of an Easter egg as well. Uh, milk chocolate, maybe slightly caramel hue, something between a milk chocolate and a caramac. Uh, and it would be an Easter egg you'd be disappointed to receive uh, as a main Easter egg, but if you found that on an Easter egg hunt, you would be probably mildly delighted. And that goes, I managed to find a few compatriots there uh, up underneath a tree. It joins them. And remember, every stone off the field is a stone that does not need to be cleared again, uh, as the old saying goes. So you may think, hey, not many stones are going off the field today, Rich. You're right, they're not. But every one gone is one that does not have to go again. You're one stone closer to the target of zero stones. And... I haven't really been able to estimate. No one around, by the way. It is a little damp. Maybe dog walkers are choosing to go somewhere where they don't have to walk through sodden grass. <coughs> uh, maybe that makes this a, quite a good time to stone clear. You know, there's, there's, that's the thing. Things can seem negative and then actually be quite positive. Another nice couple coming up from the path there. Oh, and a, a very and an, a, a cairn little nest really of stones unaffected by weed growth right at that point so they go on there that's all this one another decent sized small medium i mean medium small i want to say that um it is a confusing system i have to say no i have to think of a new system maybe the the easter egg hunt one is a is more apt i do want to paint a picture of what's going on here for you without necessarily having to bring a film crew with me every time. We'll be doing that on one occasion this year. For all of those of you who uh, contributed to the Kickstarter to the sufficient level. And the crops are something a little bit lighter here, so I can look in to see if there are any Oh that's that's a nice, that's the biggest of the day. That's bigger than an Amani hand. Uh, about the width of an Amani hand or the depth. Uh, that is like, I mean, maybe quarter of a Hagrid's hand if you chopped off Hagrid's fingers. I don't know how really how big Hagrid's hand is, but I mean that would be a hefty hand if there was four of those put together. 
don't really know enough about Harry Potter to take the whole Harry Potter hand thing much beyond the size of the one hand that I'm aware of. Um, nice another little chunker. That's a chunker there. Chunky in every direction. You could probably stick that on top of a of a royal mace, and that could be the kind of garland stone if this kind of stone was considered worth putting on a mace. A small one like for the queen, not the big one for the king. So that, that should give you an idea of what that one was like. Nice enough. Just sometimes it's worth squeezing the stone just to get an idea of just how solid stone is. It's really solid. You can squeeze that as hard as you like. It doesn't make any difference. Uh, do squeeze your stones out on the fields. Just to, just to appreciate that. Oh, and there is a dog walker coming. Uh, I hadn't noticed. Hopefully a dog walker. It might be a strange man, the capped man. Gonna have to let the, the stone clearing go. You might have seen me holding that orb. I'm sure it struck him that it looked like the top of a mace as well, even from this distance. Looks a bit like my father-in-law, but I don't think it could be because he does not live here. But he wears a similar cap and scarf. And some, saying something that a man is wearing a scarf out in the middle of June. Uh, what is happening to our world? Why is it so wet and cold? I had the central museum, and actually it's not a scarf, it's a dog lead, so... Scratch everything I just said. Wolfie! <laughs> Come on, don't know. Oh, and it's a woman. So, you know, pretty wrong observations. Come on, Wolfie, go this way. Come on, Wolfie! Here we go. Morning. Come on. <laughs> Very impressive jump into the wheat there. Wolves, come on. Wolfie, come on. Good girl. Good girl, Wolfie. Um, very good. I didn't put Wolfie on the lead then. She it was a sort of chocolate-coloured... Uh, is it a Dalmatian, that dog? is not a Dalmatian. Chocolate-coloured... Those chocolate Labrador, that's what it was. Uh, oh, they are coming this way, so they have to be a bit quiet. Come on, Wolf, let's get you on the lead. Just in case... That is right behind me now, so this is going to make it a little quiet bit of the podcast. I'll just walk a little bit quicker, so we're missing out on them. We're lots of wonderful stones here. Stones that I was very much looking forward to gathering at this point. It's a sense of, source of huge annoyance to me. Wolfie is going down one track. There's, there is cereal between us. And I'm in the other. Oh, no, cereal. Oh, there's so many beautiful stones here. I cannot gather. And what do I do at the top? Do I take at the middle? Should I go down the long way? I hope she doesn't follow me there. Oh, this is a disaster. This is a disaster for stone clearing. She is some way behind me as I'm moving pretty quickly along here. But oh, because this is some tracks off here with just garlanded with stones. Well played. Well played, anti stone gatherers. You sent her at exactly the right time. Uh, and if I would have had my chest brain on, I would, of course, have just carried on the way she came from. Oh, there's one. I'm just going to pick one stone that's loose. hope she doesn't notice that. At least that's one. And as I said, every stone off the field is one stone. Just have to check behind that she isn't too close enough to hear me talking. That could really give the game away. As to be fair, it's me picking up a stone just in front of her. Uh, 
Come on, Wolfie. What a disaster. Um, I mean, I almost feel like jettisoning this whole podcast as a result of this uh, brilliant move from the, the anti-stone clearing lobby in the village. I think they suspect me. They have no evidence, though. That's the thing. They have no evidence that it's me that's doing this. And, uh, right, we're going to cut down towards the maple. This is going to be an incredibly short podcast. The amount of stone clearing that was going on even before this point was minimal. And we've missed out on just so much there. So many stones. I might even just go around again. Uh, anyway, one stone onto the central cairn. Now just, uh, I'm going to be following. That's the question. Have I made the right choice? Will she be able to preempt this move and follow me this way as well, or will she be set on the course across the field, not be able to deviate at this juncture? I think we may have shaken up. Yes, we've made the right choice, my friends. Um, but it's still going to be hard to do any proper standing. We could just pretend we're fastening our shoelace down here, even though we're in Wellington's, because that isn't much. So the capped man with the scarf who turned out to be a woman with a dog lead around her neck. And that in itself is suspicious. That in itself gives me uh, pretty strong evidence that she is part of some sinister force out here to get me shape-shifting force. She convinced me she was my father-in-law to put me at my ease, make me drop my guard, and then at the last minute, bang, she was actually not a 65, 70-year-old man, but uh, probably a woman in her 30s or 40s. Um, and that bamboozled me, of course. And, and the result is a pretty unsatisfactory day morning of stone clearing already even though i was saying nearly every stone off the field is a stone you don't have to clear again another time i believe that was the phrase uh well now she's not looking in this direction at all so there is an opportunity to just pick up a couple more stones on the way down towards the, the can that never grows i mean three nice size mediums well one of them so on definitely a small sorry but Together, they probably make up an Hermione hand with fingers. Which is a nice, a nice way of looking at it. I don't really like the measurement without the fingers because it's quite an unpleasant image. But Hermione can always magic back some more fingers. And I should say it's definitely Hermione's hand, not Emma Watson's hand that is moving fingers. Of course, Emma Watson would have to have some bionic fingers placed in if she were to lose her fingers. Uh, and I hope that never happens. It does happen. It's not my fault. It's just an awful coincidence. Um, so I'm sodden the, tr the crops just down here are right way exceed my genitalia if I was walking through this with no pants on my foreskin were being battered this way and that and nipped by the stone I'm going to keep one of these for the stone pole and if I can hit it in one I will 
if I won't, I'll have to find some more stones from somewhere. Actually, whatever is, is down here, because this is a dip in the field, and yet the crops are uh, even higher. This is where I took my photo for last week's podcast, and I have to tell you, uh, since then, there has been significant growth. Okay, one shot. I'm like, I'm like Eminem. I've just got one shot. Oh, I fucking missed by a mile. Um, let's try this one. There's always some stones around here, which is sort of weird. It does make me think someone is putting more ammunition here. Our other side this time, calibrated too far. Let's have another crack. I know some people can't go back there week until this has happened. That was it. I bet you heard that. That was It was high up on the pole with a definite hit. And I uh, enjoyed it so much, I'm just going to take a couple more shots from a very different angle through a tree. And I still hit it. What a fucking stone pole genius I am. Two in a row. I didn't quite get three in a row, but the, you'd see the angle that would come from. You'd been very impressed. Um, there's actually uh, water has found its way down my trouser leg into my boot now, which is triply unpleasant. It's not nice out here, and this is the kind of conditions I would have expected in the late winter, early spring. Yet here we are in the summer, wet-footed. Someone's cut back the weeds a little bit on this side, or just trampled them back, it looks like. Maybe, I mean, it looks like a bed. This may be where people have been coming to make love. The, the, actually, the, the weeds are just pushed down. The nettles are pushed down. Some disgusting dog walkers have been just in plain sight, turning the nature into their bed, making love upon a bed of living hay. What a wonderful and all disgusting thing that would be to happen. They really... There should be a law against that. I mean, you know, some people... It's, it's weird that I, as a stone cone, the one being pursued by shape-shifting demons from the future, and yet people committing the real crime, making love in the open air with people they are not wed to. That would get everything going. They run free and happy, and they're almost admired by the hypocrites in authority. Anyway, a couple more stones up. Let's get, let's get the, that out of our minds. It's not, not what this is about. Um, <clears throat> clear your minds of that stuff. Approaching the main cairn, which is looking more pathetic again daily. I don't know if it's just being worn down by the elements or... Just it was never quite as grand as I thought it was. There it is, sodden, like my trousers. And I am in my actual, the light grey of my trousers is now dark grey. The boot, my boot is... A big few stones from this can have just sort of found their way forwards a little bit and I'm going to just help them back off the field with my trowel. Yes, it's a, uh, thoroughly unpleasant. My sock is actually quite damp. My genitals are fine. They're not wet at all. Um, and in a sense, that's sort of symbolic, isn't it? Dry, old genitals. <laughs> By a man walking around a field. 
just I hope you felt there's been enough stone clearing in this episode to keep you happy. I'm sorry if it's uh, a little foreskin heavy. I hope you've learned something about the foreskin. But here we are heading down the hill. Always a, a disappointing part. Uh, coming to the ditch that stopped Brexit seems to be. I mean, you know, I don't want to question the powers of the non-Brexit ditch, but I'm a bit worried that uh, we're heading for a no-deal Brexit with Boris Johnson as our Prime Minister. And if the de- that's been what the ditch has been trying to make happen, then I, I'm not very happy with the ditch. I thought the ditch was trying to stop Brexit, not make a no-deal Brexit with the worst person in the world. Well, second worst, probably. person to be in charge of the decision. So, well, we'll see. I'm putting a couple of nice sized, well, one quite, you know, medium, small, small, one little flat. Looks like a page from a book. A few pages, if I'm honest. I just dropped it, but I picked it up again. I must have actually picked up a stone, unless there is someone observing you. You must, of course, pick up that stone again. That's one of the many rules. There are no rules to stone clearing. That's the first rule. Um, but uh, one of the rules is definitely that you must leave a picked up stone unpicked up, except in one circumstance. Those who have gone into the Brexit ditch, let's hope that keeps to work, carries on working, that I haven't been accidentally fueling a, a Brexit that none of us wanted. Well, I mean, 32% of us probably wanted. Um... And so we leave the field. Uh, the wheat is high. I might just take a little photo for the podcast. Or there might be a photo of a foreskin in the podcast. Not mine. It will be a... Well, you've seen, you'll have seen whatever the picture is. Some very dirty hands here. I don't want to mess anything up. Does that give a, an idea of the height? I've got the dog in there. Well, you've seen it. Oh, my dirty fingers are making it go to different. Right. Well, at least I have my sanity, and that's a valuable commodity in this difficult world. Um, oh, wolves are on the lead all this time. Sorry, wolves. And just one very flat, small stone to go on the opening ditch. So the opening can, and... Uh, a very dirty trowel goes back into my pocket. And Wolfie and I head down the path back home. And I think this is... Oops, sorry, Wolfie. Yeah, I mean, we're only at less than 30 minutes, I think, of the walk. About 30 minutes. And uh, I don't think anyone could really be happy with what's happened here today. So uh, thanks for all the emails that keep coming in. Really too many for me to mention, uh, everyone. Um Uh, Imogen Stork been in touch <laughs> say uh, why don't you read more emails Rich I mean you know I've been talking about foreskins like I'm guessing you probably will do in the next week's podcast don't know how she predicted that one on Imogen Stork um, well 
you have to get into the flow of this image and you know you have to understand that stone clearing will take you wherever your mind happens to go and uh, the stone clearing is the destination but the journey must occasionally include foreskins i'm sorry about that if that offends you they're a beautiful thing created by god and i don't think you should find them embarrassing there's a bit of a chastisement there for image and stalk. I hope you don't take it too hard. Uh, just passing a man in a van, so I have to pretend I'm not talking to myself. Graham BMW. Um, that's actually spelled B E E E M W. Uh, he's been in touch. Just got to wait for some traffic here. Uh, to say, uh, as you can imagine, with a ceremony like this, I've had the Mickey taken out of me quite a lot in my time, so please do not take the Mickey out of that. It's uh, an old Bratislavian surname. Um, but anyway, on to stone clearing. Uh, what? You had to give a new stone clearer one piece of advice. What would it be? That's an interesting question, but maybe you should listen to the first podcast, um, which is basically about that. So stop wasting my time. Um, good. Got the, uh, the emails going well. We're at home now. Let's uh, get in and see what's going on. The cat's on the table. Oh, the door's not locked. I've got it locked. It. Oh, I think my mother-in-law's arrived. That's what's happening. Um, oh, it's dirty down here, isn't it? Wolves, come on then. Come here, Wolfie. There we go. Uh, I've got a bit of dirt on my hands because I am uh, currently gloveless, of course, on these quests. Clean that up in the sink. Hmm, yeah, it was probably time for the uh, podcast to end. Just see if there are any more emails coming. Um, the Duke of Wellington, not the historical figure, but the current Duke of Wellington, which there probably is one. Um, he's written in to say, you know, are you sure that um, foreskins are there to stop protect, stop brambles, cutting people up? I mean, I, I just, I know that hasn't happened yet, but I've just got a feeling that you probably will come across and talk about that subject at some point. This email is probably what put that in my mind, to be honest. Um, oh, just get my wet socks off; they're really wet. Uh, I think uh, it probably isn't that, and it doesn't matter if you cut it off. I, as I said, I, that, this is a stone clearing podcast. Um, if we were going to talk about genitalia, I would. Uh, the furthest I can stretch it is to testicles, which are a bit like stones. Uh, I do not want to get into protracted conversations with people who think circumcision should or shouldn't happen. Um, it's not the. It's not what this podcast is about. Please don't email me about that. This is. The podcast about stones, clearing stones, and if you, you know, if you really are stretching it, test it. Um, anyway, I think we've, I think we've got enough there for this week's podcast. I hope everyone will be happy with that. Um, I think we meeting to have the uh, producer mentioned. Maybe, maybe we'll do that next time. But there may be a little break. I'm off on holiday for a couple of weeks. Uh, but we might just do a stone clearing podcast from the holiday if I can find a suitable place to clear stones just to talk about what you can do if you are away from your home field so 
we may produce a podcast. Uh, we may not. We may we may uh, just have a holiday. Uh, my wife might just say, "Can you stop doing podcasts for a bit, especially the ones that you know don't bring in any money and are stupid and a waste of time and uh, make you look mentally ill?" And I'd say to her, "How do you know about this podcast? You don't know about it." And she'd say, "That is true." So that's that covered. Right, I'm going to go now. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. Sorry, it got uh, about the shape-shifting woman who, who ruined it. Uh, apologies if you uh, were offended by any of the foreskin chat or my misunderstanding of uh, the modern world. Okay, take care. Keep stone for and hope you enjoy it. Bye.